Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 31 of the Tondel Tidnu podcast. And today, we're going to have another edition of Sports Talk. Judging by the reception we got from the last sports episode we did, which is one of our better performing episodes, we decided to bring back a second edition of Sports Talk where we'll be previewing the Champions League final, also known as the biggest, the biggest game in club football, aside from the World Cup final, which happens only once every four years. So joining us today are recurring guests, Rahul, an Arsenal fan, the neutral figure in this debate today. Um, also, Siva, a Chelsea fan. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? And we've also got a new guest on today, Seva, who's a massive Manchester City fan. Hey, guys. Okay, with these introductions out of the way, so we'll be previewing the Champions League final, which will be contested between uh, Manchester City and uh, Chelsea sometime next week. So I guess let's just get into the meat of things. So firstly, I guess we'll, we'll want to talk about how each team has got to the final and how their seasons have been so far. Because as you know, getting to the final of the Champions League is one of the most prestigious uh, club competitions that any club can participate in. And winning the Champions League is considered to be a mark of a, like a really prestigious and a really big club. So obviously, this means a big deal. But before we get to that, how did each of your teams get to this stage? So let's start with you, Siva. How did Chelsea get to the Champions League final? And overall, how has your season been, in your opinion? Okay, so in the previous video, I was kind of a biased Chelsea fan. But today, I'm going to try my levels best to be a very brutal honest, slandering, whatever bad thing you could say about Chelsea, I'm going to be that fan today. And maybe a good good stuff also. Lah. So, first of all, Chelsea, this season, started off bright. They spent 200 million in the market where other clubs call them Oil Kings alongside Man City. And uh, we brought in like, what, seven players in terms of like Timo Werner, uh, Thiago Silva, the legendary centre-back, uh, Hakim Habibi Ziyech, Ben Chilwell from Leicester City, who have been doing so well in the PL recently after their title winning season 2016. And then we brought in a new goalkeeper, Edouard Mendy. And obviously, all of you know, Chelsea were a joke last season in terms of the goalkeeper, Kepa Abracadabra. So we decided to bring in a goalkeeper who was fairly decent in the League One uh, league. So yeah, we brought in good players. We anticipated a very good uh, start to the season. I think we were like, uh, expecting ourselves to be top of the table for the first like few weeks everything started to like you know go down in a spiral staircase everything started to go down terribly wrong Frank Lampard the manager then started to play players out of their position started to use formations that never suited the players in the first place started to like uh, use tactics that never worked against the big six clubs but the only positive thing about Frank Lampard is that he plays a very good possession based game like in terms of the, the way Liverpool and Man City play, Lampard actually wanted to do the same thing. And it actually worked out. However, the goals and chances created weren't actually coming our way. Defensively, we were a horror show. Defensively, everything went wrong. We had Kurt Zuma and Thiago Silva forming a partnership among them. But uh, as the games went by, it was always Kurt Zuma who started to make mistakes, although he's our top-scoring uh, defender with uh, five goals this season. And yes, as the season progressed, results started to go terribly wrong. Lampard got sacked eventually. We brought in a masterclass. I mean, a master-minded coach tactically in the name of Thomas Tuchel. So this guy, Thomas Tuchel, managed big clubs like PSG, Dortmund, and he was well known for his attacking-based football and his, and his uh, way of pressing football. So the thing about Thomas Tuchel is that 
the the job ahead was not exactly easy because like he was coming in the middle of the season where Chelsea were in tenth place. They were like few points away from Arsenal who were doing so badly, and Chelsea were also considered bad because they were only a few points away from the terrible Arsenal. So yeah. That's the thing. Okay. When you okay, I see where this is going. Okay, he started it. Okay, for the record, he started it. Okay, I'm. <laughs> okay, go on, go on, go on. Facts, facts, man, facts. Okay, so back to the thing. We were at the start of the season. We were like fighting for like one of the very top spots. Like I think it was between third place and fourth place, and we were like on top of most of the teams, except uh, probably Man City. So the thing was, uh, the thing is that Thomas Tuchel knew it was going to be a big challenge, but he came in. He sorted things out, did his own ideas, transformed the team, and eventually, to cut it short, everything has been going well since we probably had like in his hundred uh, managerial day in charge, we probably had like only three defeats. Most of it have been in wins and draws, and especially against big teams. So yeah, if you were to ask me how our season has been going, I think I'll just put it off for like a masterclass, a catastrophe, and now it's getting back to somewhere. High up there among the very best. So yeah, that's that's what I think about Chelsea season in this twenty twenty one season. Seems pretty decent, but note that you conveniently left out the FA Cup final. How did that go? Well, as people say, no one wants to ever talk about bad memories, right? So yeah, the FA Cup final. You defeat teams that are like from the Championship. No one really talks about the first few rounds of the FA Cup final. I mean, the FA Cup because like it's all easy. So in the end, we we defeated top teams like uh, we've defeated. I mean, to consider Barnsley as a as a championship club, I mean like they were they were kind of good in that in that match against Chelsea. So yeah, I would consider them as a good team. And then we came uh, all the way, and then we started to face the giants of football, the giants of England. I mean, the giants of Europe in general. Manchester City. It was a tenseful match. Everybody were like rooting for City to win the match because City were definitely better on form when it when it came towards uh, that phase of uh, football. City were tremendously scary in terms of attack. They have a very very good system of how they you know ap- like uh, uh, apply their counter attacking system, the way of pressing football. Chelsea were going to get thrashed. However, that's when Turbo Timo, deemed as a flop for Chelsea this season, decided to step up decided to assist the very own wizard of assist, Hakim Habibiziat. So yeah, that's how it went. Chelsea defeated Man City, although everything... I, If you ask me from a general point of view, Man City dominated the match. But however, Chelsea got the lucky goal. And we were so lucky not to concede. We were so defensively organized. Man City threw in an all-out all attack system. However, we decided that, you know, we were going to stick on to the end and we progressed to the final. We defeated big clubs along the way. That's where Leicester City faced us. Leicester City decided that, oh no, this is the first time we're going to create history by winning the title after, I mean, the FA Cup trophy after so many years. Yeah, and that's what they did. They were not I can good hear the game. saltiness in his voice. I can hear the saltiness in his voice when he talks about Leicester City. <laughs> Why is that, Well, that, that Tillemans goal was fired. Mm, it was. And Chelsea didn't play very well, did they? Why didn't they talk mean, about I- that? In terms of football that day, Chelsea dominated the match with high possession. I they think it was around not. 70, 75 possession percent of possession. Here we go. Possession stats. Yeah, yeah. Possession stats. Chelsea had more shots. Chelsea had more shots. Than, I mean, like, a decent number of shots on target compared to Leicester City. Leicester City were just like, they, they weren't playing their usual attacking frontline pressure football. They were just like sitting back. They were just like playing a Spurs kind of Mourinho Spurs kind of version. And yeah, so... In the end, Chelsea 
okay to to be very brutally honest chelsea didn't take their chances chelsea had like two three four five chances before half time to like clinically finish off the game and did not take their chances they took the chances for granted eventually tillemans the belgian superstar decided to shoot one ball from long range where he knew kepa was never going to reach that because kepa in a tall guy kepa is just one shot Here i don't know what the excuses yeah kepa is 6 feet 1 mendy is 6 feet 6 I feel like this is what Chelsea fans do in their free time. They just write down a bunch of excuses as to why they lose games. Okay. Oh, they're so good we, at this. Hmm? Because we analyze the game with proper passion. Analyze the game. Bro, you can't say you analyze the game when you brought up possession. Richman, is there anything more irrelevant, more misleading than possession stats? Possession stats mean nothing. <laughs> oh my God. And you decided to blame Kepa. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean if I was a Chel- I mean if I was someone up there from the Chelsea team or from the Chelsea board, I would definitely not let Kepa play football again for Chelsea Football Club. Mm-hmm. So the thing here is the build up to the Leicester City goal was handball. I mean it hit Ayuzi Perez right at the arm and it was Oh my god, VAR he's actually going to do this. Oh, no. Started blaming Kepa no, now. Stop crying, stop crying, stop crying. Stop, stop crying. Come on, And then, oh my god. And then we had Cash Push Michael decided to save the day like his legendary father, Peter Schmeichel. They were tremendously lucky to score that one goal and they had no reason to score that goal at all. That is not luck. That is skill. That is skill. Just, That's not luck. And, no luck. Pure talent. I mean, credit to the goal but okay la, let me just be brutally honest fuck vr <laughs> okay so the thing is about vr is that ben chilwell's goal against his former club got ruled out and imagine that guy celebrating against his former club and he only ends up to find out that the goal was disallowed yeah, go on, like, a, speak. like a part-time circus clown he left lester he left his best friend madison for for chelsea come on that's disgusting so um okay let me let me just let me just uh, get it off my chest when i think about ben chilwell I think he's an he's an amazing player. He was a very very good player for Leicester City. Um and he had his best friend over there, Madsen, and they both performed very well for City last season. I mean, well, for Leicester last season. But for some reason, that reason of course being a load of cash, he decided to move to Chelsea where he doesn't get even half the the playing the playing time he used to get for Leicester. He's obviously not as happy and he scores this fluke goal. Okay, it's a fluke goal. Don't say it's a good goal. It's a fluke goal because it, you know Um, you know you can say whatever you want about Opa but it is the truth that goal you know was an illegitimate goal and it got cancelled out and he decides to celebrate it in front of the fans who brought him to where he was in the first place now that's disgusting he deserved it all right he deserves it and Chelsea deserves the L case you want to take it objection objection the Don't. fans booed him first when he got substituted on man no good for him i would do that to him about that okay It was it. disgusting. It was disgusting that the Leicester fans decided to boo Kante. So yeah, that shows well, how disgusting yeah. Leicester fans are. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> well, that's a fair Fine. point. I mean, no one can hate Kante. I think we can establish that. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a very good, you know, pet for Martinelli, right? Okay. Richard, right, back to you. Okay. <clears throat> right. So okay, I think that was like a pretty neat summary, pretty salty summary at that. But moving on, so we have Seva, a really uh, avid Man City fan. So Seva, tell us how you think your season went. Obviously, you've won the Premier League title. You're in a Champions League final, and you also won the League Cup. Fantastic achievements. Tell us from your perspective how like everything went, and what you think, how you think the season ranks in like all the seasons in Manchester City's history. Like 
how good was the season in your opinion? Okay, so let's start with our defensive crisis. Every season since Pep took over City, the only problem we had was defense, defense, defense. So yeah, finally we decided to buy some good centre back. We brought in uh, Ruben Diaz for 60 million and a backup Nathan Ake. And we start off the season. We also bought a new right wing, uh, Ferran Torres, for a backup option. And then into the season, we were having trouble, we, which was very unexpected. We lost the Premier League last season to Liverpool, and we start off the season in a very bad form. We were at tenth place. They were even talking about sacking Pep, but after the match against West Brom, where we drew one-one, Pep decided to change everything. He changed the whole formation, every tactics. He changed everything to the old style, and we made a comeback. We came to the top. Since then, we have been in the first place only, and defensively, our record this season is the best season ever under Pep. And thanks to the Stone Diaz combo, I personally think Stone and Diaz are the best center back center back duo in the world. And Diaz is better than Van Dijk. You okay, you don't have that. to go there. You don't have to go there. Best center back duo. Okay. Do we have any objection, boys? Hmm. Best center back duo in the world. I don't think there has been like any real standout center center back partnership in world football. So I think this season you could probably say Stone and Stones and Diaz was probably the most consistent. But to be um, fair, right? I do have a question. Doesn't Pep like to rotate his center backs as well? From your perspective as a City fan, right? Are you able to like accurately predict Pep's lineups every week? No, I don't. I don't. Because we have too many options, even with the uh, wings, midfields. And even for centre back, he he rotates uh, between Laporte, Diaz, and Stones. True, because wasn't Laporte like your best centre back last season? Yeah, yeah, I have that question. Yeah, he was, he was, he was. But this season, uh, when some somehow out of nowhere, Mr. Stones decided to perform well. Since then, Stones and Diaz is like our primary pick for all the main big big matches. You can see that we only play Diaz and Stones. Pep likes both of them. They are they are very good. They are combo. They are teamwork between both of them. And Diaz, of course, uh, individually he performs a lot for the team. So for me, the season went very well defensive wise. I was very very happy. And yeah, Edison won the Golden Gloves. We have eighteen clean sheets. Chelsea couldn't catch up with us. Obviously, the keeper and the defense is not good. Defensive wise, how good we are. Attacking wise, attacking wise, no one should tell us how good we are. We are so good. Every season, we we score more than hundred goals. We do so. Well. We don't even need a striker to do that. Yes, and this season, yeah, we have an attacking. We we don't have a striker. We are playing false nine, false false nine using De Bruyne. Even even not having a striker, we we can score hundred goals goals plus. We don't have a top scorer in the Premier League. In the top ten Premier League list, I think only Gundogan is over there as a top scorer. We don't have a number nine role in our team, but yet we can we can have good attacking stats and our midfield is so solid. So this season have been very very good, and not only about Premier League. We won the League Cup against Tottenham one nil. The whole League Cup went very very well. We don't need to use our first team. We have a very strong second team, and to FA Cup. Let's talk about FA Cup. Yeah, we slipped off in the semi finals against Chelsea. That that was that was quite hard to accept. We we were targeting for the quadruple. We were very good in all the other leagues, but FA Cup was a massive slip off. But our our full motivation for the past six seven years has been just Champions League, and we especially brought Pep to City just to win the Champions League. 
And this season, the hopes were really high. We started the group stage perfectly fine. Five wins, one draw, only one goal conceded against Porto. Uh, that, that shows how good our defense is. Five matches, we only conceded one. Um, and then goal, then we went to the round of 16, Brodusia. We won against them, 2-0, 2-0. And then after that, I thought we are going to lose, as usual, the quarterfinal where we always, we always slip off the quarterfinal. We, we played against Dortmund, Haaland, a big monster. Ruben Diaz managed to mark him off. He wasn't even in both legs. He wasn't even there. Again, 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 our defensive record keep on proving us that, that this year we're going to win the Champions League. Every, Quick every question. Year, Would you take Haaland at City next season? Yes, I will. He's a monster. Haaland or Kane? Haaland is. <laughs> Haaland, Haaland. No, Haaland, Haaland. Haaland. Oh, okay, yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. Haaland, Kane or Messi? Pick one. <laughs> That's a bit too far. Oh, quick. Haaland too. Okay. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Okay, Seva, so uh, go on. So, after the quarterfinals. Yeah, so, we, I, I, was, I was legit scared for that match because we, they, they had Haaland, Sancho and Bellingham. Such a good trio at the front three, but City defence was strong again. We won 4-1 four, four on aggregate. No, 4-2 four, on, four, four, on aggregate. And semi-finals, again, I thought we are going to lose against Paris Saint-Germain. The, the trio up there, my God, scary. And yeah, no need to tell. Neymar and Mbappe, the pace. Again, Diaz showed up. He's always there in big matches, and I'm so happy for him, man. Diaz, Diaz and Stones. But Stones performed better in that game, right? Compared to Diaz. I thought uh, Stones did better. No, no Diaz, Diaz. No, both of them do well, man. Both of them are good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um... The the first leg was shaky. We all we all saw how how PSG did well against City, but City uh, managed to come back through a cross which was supposed to be a cross, but then went in, and then mm-hmm. Mares free kick. Oh my God, that guy, magician! Oh, wow, oh, magician. Wow. Mares is very very underrated. You know we talk about yeah. the, the most underrated players. Yeah, I think Mares is definitely top five most underrated. He he's. He just needs more game time. I think that's the problem with most City players. They just need more game time to prove themselves. Yeah, we Pep just Pep just threw Sterling away when when he couldn't perform well and made yeah. Mares as his first choice. When Sterling was and Bernardo Silva Mares, too. Bernardo yeah, Silva now, now is Silva, a very good player. Uh, Silva, he yeah, will work his he's something like Kante, someone like Kante. He he works very hard. He does. He does. Like, it's a very very useful yeah. player. Yes, yes, he is. And now we are in the Champions League final. We won the Premier League. We won the League Cup. We we lost uh, the semi-final FA Cup. We are in the Community Shield final against Leicester. Obviously, because Chelsea couldn't beat Leicester. Yeah. Um. So this season. Shots was, fired again, again, and again. Fired shots. <laughs> Chelsea. I don't know why even Chelsea is in the final. I don't know, man. Okay. So talking about City's uh Premier League. It, it isn't our best Premier League season. Uh, the best Premier League season was uh, four years ago, Pep's second season under City, where we got 100 points plus uh, 18 away wins, so many records. We broke every single record. Um, but this season, we have a chance to win the treble, the Champions League, uh, Premier League, and the League Cup. Only one team in the England have done it, our neighbours, Manchester United. So hoping to win the treble. If we manage to win the Champions League, then for sure this will be the best Manchester City season ever, like for sure. Yeah, that's Are it. you sure? You, you would take this team over the Centurions? Yes, I would. 
Oh, we wow. brought in Pep just for the Champions League. The Centurions, yes, that was a very big record. That for now, that's our best season. We won. We didn't win the treble. The next season, we won the England treble. Also, the only team to win the England treble, Manchester City. That is our mm-hmm. second best season, and Centurions is our first best season. Because we we are literally the best team in England. We broke every single record. Oh, Christ. Oh, my thing. God. Boys, are we just going to yeah. let him say that? Come on. There, there no. Are, there no, are no, okay. records there. There are still records there. <laughs> That's like Josie Moon. Try going a season unbeaten first, though. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You guys only have that and going to go dwell on it. City is not even better than United. How can How can you guys be the best club in England? Come on. City's 18-19 is the best team in England. We gotta admit that. No one, no, no, none of the no. fans can defeat City's no, no. Debatable, debatable. The rest of the league is so... No, 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 no. It's not even debatable. Not even debatable. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I cannot. This guy cannot be helped. He, he's beyond, can, he's beyond help. Can we bring out our London All-Star self now? <laughs> Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Arsenal and Chelsea combining, they can't beat us, man. Oh, okay. Oh, my. That's just a personal attack. Andrew, Lampard, Terry, anyone, man. Oh, my, oh my God. God. He's talking no. about... Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, you're no, no. going way back. <laughs> wait, we're, we're talking about a team with... um, Wait, oh, my God. If you're asking us to build a team based on our history, right? Oh, shit. Okay. Okay, we have Peter Chagel. Yeah, yeah, let's build that team. My, let's build my, that my team. question, will, will the chemistry be there? Of course. It's in our blood. It's London, man. <laughs> the best city in the world. Okay. I can see after oh. chemistry. Okay. Okay. This guy is just on fire. He's, he's just sending shots left and right here. He doesn't care anymore. <laughs> <He does>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, City has no legends. The only legend is leaving for Barcelona. <laughs> what? Excuse <laughs> me. Excuse me, we are creating, we are creating legends, okay? Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't yeah, actually, can't think. probably, probably <laughs> currently the best team in England. That's the fact. Like, to be, um, like, we, we don't want to accept that, but it is a fact. Currently, sure, but not, but not in history. You can't no, go around yeah. saying that. No way. That is debatable. <laughs> I mean, if history very, very was like, if history was no. like, maybe like the last 10 years, maybe. 20 years? Um, nah. Before the, the takeover, nah. They can compared to Man City is uh, Manchester United's nineteen ninety nine team where they won the treble, the Champions League, League Cup, and the Premier League. Well, there was I also think... the Liverpool team who won the Champions League in two thousand five. Also, very good team. They no, but that team didn't do well in the League Two as well. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. they didn't do well in the Premier League. <clears throat> yeah, just like then how we like, invalidated um... Chelsea's twenty twelve uh, Champions League team because like they finished sixth, and then Roberto mm-hmm. Di Matteo got sacked just a few months later. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then, of course, there's the Invincibles. You know, you can't ignore that. Then there was that Liverpool team with Suarez and 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 Sturridge and Coutinho. Like, oh, that, that was team a didn't team win team. anything. That team didn't win anything. Yeah. Didn't yeah. Win anything yeah, but... yeah. There's the there's the Chelsea team who only considered 15 goals. Oh yeah, that, that team was, a very was good also team, so, yeah. yeah, they only mm-hmm. lost like one game. That was yeah. also a good yeah. team. If you take it back but, to the United that played with, uh, I think I think if we have a top five, if we have a top five of the best league winners. Arsenal Invincibles, they, they were also good. Mm. Yeah, they were excellent. That's the middle I think if we, Best if we would have the top five, you would uh, have, uh, we would have City Centurions, you would have the Invincibles, you would have the Treble Winners, you would have Chelsea's uh, uh, 04 5 season. Yeah, Chelsea, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. You guys are not missing out the Liverpool team, right? Two years back. Sama, mm, money. Yeah. 
know, one year it has to be in. It has yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, one year back. It has to be in. One yeah, year we can, I, yeah, we can include that. That points record. I mean, it's so it's so weird to think about considering this is like the same Liverpool team that just won the league 12 months ago and now look where they are. Like, to just get into the top four is like such a yeah. big achievement despite being their, the best team. Their, 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 they lost their anchor. Yeah, they are yeah. But that's the thing about City, right? City doesn't have that one player that they rely on to heavily. Even without Divine, they won't be, you know? Yeah, yeah. And even without Diaz, you all have Ake, Laporte. I think it's a very big difference without Diaz. Without Chelsea, you guys can't play. Uh, can't play without. Kante, you guys don't have any sort of. But you guys yeah, don't even play with Kante much, right? Before, I mean, after I mean, the season, you guys played without him. Because he was injured. That's the thing. Yeah, and you guys said okay. Who do you think? Jorginho or Kante? Oh my God! Why, why would you compare Jorginho and Kante? Then why would you say next Jorginho from us? Huh? What? Hmm? You want Jorginho, oh, yeah. City wanted oh, to say Jorginho, yeah. remember? Take lah, I mean, take, I mean, take, take, take it. Count, count it as a blessing. Like, count it as a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> we took the Rodri, hits right? for you. Yeah, we all have Rodri who's way better than Jorginho. Rodri is a terrible player. Don't get it confused, okay? He doesn't oh do anything. God. Oh my god. Rodri doesn't oh, do anything. Rodri is so good, man. He doesn't do anything. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna blame him. Just because he played yeah, terrible no, no. against Brighton. Bro, no, no, no. Your talk, your Thomas party is another version of Thomas and friends. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Thomas party. <sighs> He's been injured, bro. Some go there. Wait, Rodri is not even Richard. Come on, back me up here. He's not that good of a player. Okay. I mean, on, he's it. decent at what he does. Ah, oh, fuck. What does he do? <laughs> no, what does he do? He doesn't do anything. He's a he's DM. Because yeah, Man City are just that good, man. Because Man City are just that good. They don't even allow teams to go to their half. That's, that's the point. No, no, no. That's the point. There are some players in City who just don't deserve to be in the best team in the world. You know, like Zinchenko. Mendy. This guy, I think know. Mendy. I okay, think Mendy doesn't deserve to be What are your thoughts on Mendy? Mendy is yeah. like a waste of 16 million. Ah, shit. Only, yeah, there you go. To post City's, City's uh, victory and success and to take selfie and be a famous celebrity. But as Social an media actor, manager. Yeah, exactly. That's why we bought he's him. He's not worth a bag of potato chips or so. Like, I don't know why you guys bought him. Hey, he's, hey, just hey, hey, he's, he's obviously better than David Lewis. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, why are you laughing? That's a shot at you. What the hell? He's your like, yeah, not ours. He's your like. <laughs> Benjamin Mendy is better than David Lewis. He is? I, I, I don't disagree. Mm, and we don't disagree. We don't claim David Lewis. Yeah, yeah. He's fine. He's just, he was just there for a while. I don't know what he did. <laughs> I mean, we decided Arsenal our alarm frola system, so we just dumped him there, and you guys can pick yeah, him yeah. up. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, I just hope we get rid of William soon. Yeah, we do. We need to get rid of him and Ajeta. My Ajeta agenda goes on. Quick, quick question: Why, if you get rid of Ajeta, who are you going to guys like get a manager? Like, who's going to be your manager? I don't know. Uh, but Zidane I, is I leaving. Zidane Zidane is leaving. Zidane is leaving Real Madrid, right? You could come here. Probably you all can get Nuno. Oh yeah, Nuno no. just left. Good point. But good point. Uh, Sam Allardyce, would he be a good fit? Yeah, Sam Allardyce, yeah. Oh, oh no, that would be peak irony. That, that's like asking Mourinho to manage this <laughs> one. After all would, the hate you got from him. Why would you think Slavin just leaves? come and manage us? No, personally, I think I think personally, okay, off tangent here, but I think the board, mm-hmm. since our board, everyone knows our board is very incompetent. We're probably gonna give Arteta like 
the first few months of next season. I guess if we're still mid-table come like November, December, then he'll probably get the sack. And then we'll see like who's available. You know, things can change quickly. Managers can get sacked quickly. We all thought Lampard would be here by the end of the season. He wasn't. We all thought Pep could get sacked, but they turned it around. I guess football's very volatile like that. How many times have we thought Ole would be sacked in the past two years? Still there? Oh, no. How is Ole still in the job? Because he's a good manager and he's managing a very good team. One of the best things in the world. No, because they only have Bruno Fernandes, that's why. Without Bruno Fernandes, man, Manchester United are shit. Let me just put it that way. It's funny oh, how we all think Bruno Fernandes is overrated, but we all agree that without Bruno Fernandes, Man United aren't good, like nowhere near top four. Because it's I need him for my FPL. United, it's because United fans talk about him like he's coming with Jesus like that. They just they, they, they tend to overrate every play that performs well for them. They always do that. Yeah. They splash money on the wrong player. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, good point. Yeah, very true. At least City are able to like spend well. Like the only like bad signing I can think of is probably Mandy in recent years. I can yeah. think of plenty of bad signings for Chelsea this season. Yeah, so <laughs> out of context, but never mind. I admit. <laughs> okay, so I guess that's a, like a really good summary of like how City season went. Obviously, City the happy of the two. They already have like two trophies in the bag. The third yeah. potentially on the way. Chelsea standing in their way in the Champions League final. But let's talk about the previous meetings. So, okay. Seva or Siva, either one of you can like take this. Feel free to debate. How I, did the three... The, the, you, all, you all met three times a season, right? Once in the FA Cup, yes. home and away in the league. How did those games go? And would you say those games are like a good reflection of what we can expect to see in the final? Okay, okay. since we're the underdog, I think I'll go last. Uh, so, yeah, Seva, it's all up to you. Okay, so against Lampard, we're, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Tisha versus Pep. Okay, against Lampard, it was an easy match. So, FA Cup semi-final was a very good match, but we, we played our second team. Like, there was there, there weren't our main players. Um, Stones wasn't there. Diaz wasn't there. I don't even think Edison was at the back. And De Bruyne wasn't playing. So many, so many good players wasn't playing. Phil Foden, Bernardo Silva. And that that just opened up the space for space for Chelsea to attack, and they managed to win the match. I think two one, I guess so. And talking about the recent match, that was that was something very very different from Pep. I think Pep just wanted to save his tactics, everything for the UCL final. We won the title at at that time. We were just one win away from winning the title, I guess. And and Chelsea were fighting for a Champions League spot. So Pep maybe thought, why not? Why not we just keep our secret little tactic with ourselves? And he decided to play a back five, which was way, way out of his tactic. He he's a manager who plays 4-3-3, attacking style, Tiki Taka. On that particular day against Chelsea, he played a back five, which is very, very rare. The last time he played it was against Leon in a in the quarterfinal Champions League last season where we lost. He played a back five. What do you five. think of that? A graver penalty. Oh, my thoughts on it, um, ah, very heartbroken. Sad. I couldn't care about I couldn't care about City less than I already do, but I almost I, I almost threw something across my hall when I saw him do that. It was so infuriating. I, it doesn't doesn't it just make your blood boil when you see your players do that kind of you know? No, he's he's our club legend. We respect him. What Come on, that is your club legend. That guy who tried. Oh, okay, Siva, what oh, did you God, think please. of the penalty? 
I mean, I have nothing to say. I mean, Mandy catching it with like five fingers is enough, I guess. That was quite, 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 quite beautiful, actually. That that match was just like a giveaway to Chelsea. We know that they they need a Champions League spot next year since they're not going to win the Champions League as well, right? And we played like with a back five, not not a good team, with with a lot of second team players also in this in this game. Right, I see. Uh, you know how some teams I, like donate to cancer and stuff. You guys just donate these Premier League spots. I mean, Champions League spots to. Yeah, I clubs. I see. So the only mm. I think the only main players that played the match was Cancelo, Edison, and another two 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 players. I guess not not even a lot. So, and Chelsea played with the first team because they are obviously fighting for the Champions League spot. Yeah, they just went in all. City didn't want to. Yes, <laughs> again and again. Yeah. So that's what happened. That's why we lost the match. And in the Champions League final, we will turn up with a stronger squad, stronger tactics, and I think it will be an easy win, lah. Okay, and uh, Siva, your perspective? Okay, he mentioned that Man City didn't use their first team or most of their first team players. But let me just mention the lineup against. I mean, both the lineup in the FA Cup semi-final and also the league match. So for the FA Cup semi-final, Man City lined up in a four-two-three-one formation. The only player who isn't from the starting eleven is their goalkeeper Zach Steffen, and the defense was Mendy, Laporte, Diaz, Cancelo. They had Rodri, Fernandinho. They had Sterling, De Bruyne. Is Mendy a first-team player? I mean, he he does rotate. He's not. He does rotate with you know Zinchenko and Cancelo and. He only rotates with Cancelo. Okay, we can actually let's bring this back. So wait, before we move on back to Siva, right? What would you say is like Man City's first choice lineup? Okay, this is interesting. Yeah, I want to hear this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Edison, Diaz, Stone, Walker on the right, and Cancelo on the left, and then uh, Bernardo, Rodri, Phil Foden, Mares, De Bruyne, and then probably Sterling on the left. So you would drop Gundogan from like your first choice eleven. Yes. Wow. Okay. Big statement. Did, did, did he say? Did he say Foden? Did he say Foden? I'm, yeah. He yeah. Did. But I did. I did. Okay, Foden was there, but who wasn't there? Um, Gabriel Jesus, he's not there. Yeah, he, Jesus is not our first team player, though. He should be. He's very good. Uh, I I get a lot of hate for defending. Uh, <laughs> I don't really finishing, but there we go. He's good, but his his finishing is still not there yet. Cause we 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 just compare him to Aguero straight away, and he's he's not up to that level. He missed chance. Chances a lot. You you can you a great example is the quarterfinal. He can't perform in big matches, and we can't risk it. Well, Gundogan and there definitely has to be some other people left out. Gundogan, Gundogan is fantastic. Big score, fantastic but we have too many options. That's the problem. That's that is. You would start Bernardo Silva, but you would not start Gundogan. Yeah, because Bernardo Silva. I mean, I mean, I mean, I can choose between them. Yeah, I mean. Both are equally good, but mm-hmm. in terms of working hard up and down, I might just—it's it, a very, 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 very slight, 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 very, very small difference between them, and I would choose Bernardo Silva. Fair enough. So Silva, go go ahead with your city agenda. I want to hear this. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the thing about the two matches was that Chelsea played with a weakened lineup. We had Kepa, we had Billy Gilmore, we had what Marcus Alonso. We had Timo Werner, who is a flop for this season, as everyone says. We had Aspili Queta. His his name is now Aspili Can Run. So yeah, we had plenty of like you know 
slow players against like Man City's likes of uh, Raheem Sterling, uh, Gabriel Jesus. They have tremendous pace. We have De Bruyne slipping and tearing apart defenses all over the place. The point here is that they did not want to leak out their main uh, efforts to like you know winning the UCL final. So yeah, both teams chose to offer a different formation, chose to offer a different attacking and defensive system. But the point in the end is that uh, if you were to ask me in terms of who is stronger on paper, I would always say Man City because they have a very good squad depth. And this isn't Chelsea have a good squad depth too, but in terms of quality, I would still like choose Man City as the best uh, squad depth in probably Europe or England. Defensively, we have been very good this season, apart from the trashing at West Brom, which is terrible, which was terrible. And then we had a fluke loss against Porto and then we lost against Arsenal uh, thanks to Jorginho. Yeah, so defensively, defensively we've been organized since Thomas Tuchel came in and with the likes of Thiago Silva. I mean, like, he could fit into any team in England. Thiago Silva doesn't do much. He probably doesn't even speak that much of English. He just sits there and talks football. He just, like, maneuvers everything in terms of football. He just transformed the Chelsea defense. Chelsea had a 12-match unbeaten start uh, towards the start of, of the Thomas Tuchel era. Chelsea conceded Probably, I think those 12 matches, we only considered two goals and then started off with that trashing at West Brom. So yeah, Chelsea have the second, I mean, in terms of uh, clean sheets, Edouard Mendy has, is, was close to like, not not beating, but close to like sharing the golden glove with Edison. But sadly, Leicester decided, oh no, it's not going to be that way. So they, they scored last week. In terms of statistics, in the last two results against Man City, it was definitely ensuring their counter-attacks were, like, good. That's all. I mean, like, Man City would always press high up. And Man City... The, the thing about Man City is that I really love is that the way they press so effectively, you know, it's like, they don't leave spaces in between those players, you know. They are always there. Like, I don't know how they do that, but it's always so well. Like, Chelsea attempted pressing, the, their pressing style, but it's not always, like, they get to, like, press one guy all the time, you know. It's like, there's always spaces, but Man City, damn, the, the way they press is, like, so beautiful. I mean, even Arsenal are close to Man City, but Man City, no one can like, you know, be better than Man City this season. So yeah, what I'm trying to say now is that it's going to be a tough game, the UCL final, because like, I mean, like the last two matches say so, although we didn't use our full squads, we didn't use full strength, but the tactics have worked out. Chelsea opted for a back three. In in some cases, it was a back five. And in some cases, we attacked with the front five. So yeah. I... Yeah. Yeah. Drop your Chelsea 11. Yeah, what would you say is the best like 11 in the, to go against the, For Chelsea. Final? In the Wait, final? So technically what we, asked, what we asked Seva just now was his dream um, team to play against Chelsea in the final, right? The UCL. Seva, would you say that, that the, the 11 you picked just now was would be the team you would like to see against Chelsea in the final? Probably probably I might I might take out Sterling for Gundogan and push Bernardo Silva to the left wing. Ah, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. That so looks like what we've seen in the Champions League. You don't want Sterling to be playing the finals? He's an excellent player. Uh, no. Uh, uh, uh. He's, he's an excellent player, but his current form is not proving like he's not he's not proving his worth to be in the final first first eleven. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And Siva, what is your your Chelsea eleven? My Chelsea eleven that I think would be able to match the strongest uh, Man City XI would be first of all the formation should be 
3-4-1-2. Our back three is going to be, I mean, it's going to be Edouard Mendy as goalkeeper. And then our back three is going to be Rudiger, Thiago Silva and Reese James as a right centre-back. Because Aspiliqueta, I don't think he'll be able to handle the pace of Raheem Sterling, the pace of uh, Bernardo Silva attacking through the front. So I don't think it's a good option to start Aspiliqueta. So that's my back three. And then I have Ben Chilwell and Hudson Adoy as our wing-backs with Matteo Kovacic and Angelo Kante as our double, I mean, our double pivot, like, in the middle. Up front, I would have uh, Hakim Ziyech, Mason Mount and Timo Werner to start. Because I just think Mason Mount is an exceptional player this season. He transformed himself under Thomas Tuchel. Timo has been effective in all those matches that he has played for Chelsea. I mean, the matches that Timo Werner hasn't featured for Chelsea, Chelsea either lose or they draw. But whenever he has played, he grabs an assist or he just like dictates play from... I don't know how, but he just does that. Why Hakim Ziyech ahead of Christian Pulisic or Kai Havertz or, or whoever? Because like, I just think that Hakim Ziyech is that one player who could like pick that magical risky pass in a blink of an eye. Like that, Those are the kind of passes that can split the city's defense. Because I think like if you were to play through the center, center or like if you were to attack down the wings... City would just like overload all those uh, empty spaces. So I just think that if you were to breach that City defence, you would have to have something really magical. Either a magical super wonder goal or maybe that one pass which can split everyone into like, you know, out of their positions. So uh, no Kai Havertz? No. Kai Havertz shouldn't... I'm surprised, I'm surprised you didn't put Pulisic in your first eleven. Yeah, a player I'm surprised too. A lot, a lot of trouble. The, the reason why I didn't start Pulisic is that he's not hundred percent fit due to his terrible hamstring injury, and he's and if you if you like see how Pulisic has played in the last recent matches, he, he's not that effective in terms of pressing. You know, he's like slagging, he's like going too slow compared to the others when they when they attempt that front three press that that uh, Liverpool like. Hudson Odoi is my right wing back. Oh, he's your right right wing back. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, that doesn't when, make sense. Hudson Odoi did play for Chelsea as a right wing back when Thomas Tuchel yeah, first when Tuchel started. Yeah, when Tuchel started, he did start there. Yeah, and we didn't concede in all those matches oh, that he played. I'm surprised you left Havertz out because, like, knowing that City are going to go with a false nine, I was surprised yeah. that Chelsea didn't want to match that because Tuchel's been winning that as well. The reason why I wouldn't start Kai Havertz is because, first of all, because Kai Havertz. No, right? it's not shit. Yes, yeah. <laughs> come on. He's not shit. It's the same bunch of people who made fun of us for buying KP. Same bunch. And y'all spent more on, on Herbert and and now you're defending him. <laughs> everybody uh, has their time, man. Everybody has their time. We'll, we'll watch okay. Kai Evans and Timo Wonder Sparkle next season. Okay, so the reason why I did not select uh, Kai Evans to be my starting 11 because... I can... Okay, look, we can agree to a certain extent that Kai Evers doesn't have pace and he's not going to be able to like, run past Ruben Diaz and John Stones. And he's definitely not physically better than both of those centre-backs. So, to, to, breach those, to breach those lines between those two centre-backs, I think you need someone fast. So, in my, in, in my, when I said the formation earlier was going to be 3-4-1-2, we're going to like slightly push Timo Werner slightly above Hakim Ziyech so that... So, Hakim Ziyech is going to play like slightly backwards compared to Timo Werner so that he could drop back in midfield and, you know, pick up that pass that was, you know, fed by Mason Mount. Just split a through ball or like any 
looping through ball over the defense so that Timo Werner could run past them because Timo Werner is fast that's one good thing about him right but in the end it all counts on the end product so he has to learn how to take his chances when they come right? because like you don't get those many chances against a tough side like Manchester City so that's the reason why I did not start Kai Havertz and that's the reason why I did not start Christian Pulisic also the fact that Man City would definitely be tired towards the end so to bring on fast players like Christian Pulisic and technical players like Kai Havertz would be a huge boost for us yeah so that's the reason why I did not start those two even though they've been like superb in form recent weeks interesting but before we wrap this up what about what about your two other strikers Giroud and Abraham why why aren't you like even considering them to be honest I am in a 50-50 state of Tammy Abraham I'm not going to say he's that bad I'm not going to say he's that good he's always inconsistent he's been our top scorer for this reason, this season by some miracle I don't know how but the reason why I I don't see him playing for Chelsea FC against because I just don't see Thomas Tuchel rating him that high because like maybe he doesn't have that much of a physicality maybe he's not that fast compared to like others I can understand why Giroud is like slightly ahead of Tammy Abraham because Giroud always guarantees you goals he's always there he's always physically strong his hold up plays like one of the very if Giroud has pace he would be one of the very best strikers in the world very best target man in the world. That that's something we all can't deny. Because like he the only he doesn't even have pace, and he's already one of the best strikers in the world. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I think it's very, very good. One of the best so, combinations I've seen. So if you were to ask me, you could never anticipate what formation they're going to use. So if if it's going to be like a three four one two three five two three four two one, it all depends. But if you if you ask me, I would definitely pick Giroud to be alongside Timo Werner. But we can never see that happening. So that's why. I, chose Hakim Ziyech instead. And also, Olivier Giroud hasn't played against, hasn't played against Manchester City like this season at all. So, we, we don't really know how it's going to like feature. So, that's why I chose those two. Okay, fair point. So, I guess we've discussed how each of these team seasons went. We've looked at potential lineups. We've looked at uh, the previous meetings. We've also looked at predicted formations and predicted lineups. So I guess now the most important thing in any preview is the score prediction. So Seva, what is your score prediction? If you can, who do you think will score? And how do you think the game will play out? Okay, um, so I don't think so. It's going to be a one-sided game. Uh, it's going to be tensed up because City first time ever in the final of Champions League and City uh, and for Chelsea, it's like a whole new generation in the final. Both team uh, are going to go all out to win this. Champions League final and it's and it's the biggest trophy that one one club can ever win. So it's not never going to be one sided. It's going to be a very tough competition. But I think City will edge out and win win it by three one, three one. That's my final prediction. And for the goals, yeah, City City have like a very wide goal scorers. So probably if Gundogan is going to start, then he's probably going to get two goals and one more for Mares. All right, very confident prediction, I'd say, but valid. And uh, okay, Siva, how do you think the game will play out? Okay, as Siva mentioned earlier, it's definitely going to be a very tense game because, like, both teams, whole new setup, whole new managers, whole new expectations, lots of things, whole new modern, modern like style of football. It's going to be very tense. If you were ask me my prediction, I would say two one to Chelsea because. 
I, as I said earlier, to stop Manchester City's attack is like you're gonna lead like a superstar team, man. Because like Sterling could do anything within a blink of an eye. Ferran Torres could do a lot of things. Kevin De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva. Name all those players that you can pick up from that Manchester City team, man. Like they're just that fast. They're just that clinical. They're just that much of a good technical player. So I don't see Chelsea keeping a clean sheet against uh, Manchester City. And uh, since Manchester City always play possession-based football, I'm expecting them to have lots of the ball. I'm expecting us to strike them on the counter-attack. I'm ex- And also, impo- important detail, I'm expecting them to, to like score first. So I'm expecting Chelsea to like, you know, come back from a goal down, sitting there not knowing what's going to happen at the end of 90 minutes, or maybe God knows, maybe 120 minutes, or maybe even a penalty shootout, which is the most... Horrifying and nervy thing for for any football club fan, especially in the biggest trophy final. So yeah, but City doesn't know how to take penalties, so it's an advantage for you. None of them can take proper penalties. None yeah, of them can take proper I, I, penalties. I, I, I'm gonna agree to that. I'm gonna agree to that. <laughs> yeah, but if, they if, have if, a very good keeper. Penalty shootout, then then Chelsea is gonna win, though. Mendy is they also fairly. They have a very good keeper, and they, and we have shit strikers in front of us. So, Bro, yeah. <laughs> you have a, Chelsea has a professional penalty taker, Jorginho. That's all he does. He's, as long he's as not he even a professional football player. As long as he doesn't so, skip and turn the ball into a Portuguese or <laughs> uh, airport. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my final score prediction. 2-1 to Chelsea. And um, goal scorers? I'm going to go with uh, Mason Mount. One goal. And uh, Christian Pulisic should come off the bench and score another goal. Rahul, you're the neutral fan here. Like seeing yeah, course, what they both say, I, what would you say? I'll give my neutral, unbiased opinion based on all the football knowledge I have. And I think it's going to be a very one-sided, very boring game. City's going to win 4-1, maybe 4-0. <laughs> very unbiased. They have no... no <laughs> I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. Okay, it's gonna be four one, maybe four zero. Let's see the scorers. Well, everybody can have, have can take turns, like, You know, I see Kevin De Bruyne will have a pick at it. Then you have Maras, of course, gonna get a goal. And then um, I don't know, man. It could be anyone at this point. It's just uh, let me see, Maras. Well, Foden. Wow, yeah. If Foden gets a goal in the Champions League final, that's huge for him. So I'm th- thinking Maras gets a goal, De Bruyne gets two, Foden gets another one. That's four goals for City. And maybe one accidental goal from Chelsea or something. Maybe Timo Werner accidentally puts the ball at the back of the net. Something like that. Speaking of which, one key battle we forgot to mention is uh, Phil Foden against Mason Mount. Yes, yes. Exactly. Two, young Two of stars. the best youngers in England. It's not, it's not even a fair battle. It's, it's, of course, it's Phil Foden and then it's Saka. And then it's Foden. Greenwood. And then it's Mount. Oh, uh, you know. Foden is 100% better than Mount. We all know that. For sure. Yeah, it's, it's Foden at number one. I, I agree. Mason Mount is not even the best youngster in Chelsea, if you're being honest, okay? Wait, what? Oh, you're Hudson-Odoi agenda. You're Hudson-Odoi there. Look, I think Foden just doesn't get that much respect because, like, you know, when he first came in and Pep was always, like, benching him and rotating him and people were like, oh, he should leave to become, like, Sancho. But I think now we're seeing why it was good for Pep to, like, rest him because now we can see, like, what a player has been learning from Silva. He's just amazing. Like, what a player, man. Players building to Jaden Sancho, Brahim Diaz, all really wasted. When Jack Harrison. Yeah. Jack Harrison's been pretty underrated though. Eight goals and eight assists. Like, but I don't think he really has a place in City right now, considering the depth they have. Bits are going to buy him at the end of the season. Ah, oh, right, yeah. right, right. Okay, then that's like a non-issue, I suppose. And then we have City targeting Harry Kane. 
Oh yeah, so that that would be a good way to like end all of this. So <laughs> looking ahead, regardless of result, also like at the time of recording, the final matches of the Premier League season haven't been like played yet. Obviously, for City, it's already a foregone conclusion. They've won the league. Maybe just like a final day victory, just to celebrate. Chelsea still fighting for Champions League spot. They have to win and hope, you know, Leicester Leicester don't win their match. Or even if they do, they mean to make sure they they finish the job. How Siva, how confident are you on that? We are playing Aston Villa tomorrow. We are playing away, as we know the last two rounds of the PL has been you know welcome. Village is going to have a masterclass. Village is going to bang in two goals. That's watch, our Villa. Watch. Our Villa fanboy is back. I mean, this guy is a fanboy for many clubs. Like he, he at one point of time, he was supporting Anthony Martial. So okay, don't yeah, expose me like that. Okay, <laughs> okay. I wasn't so, supporting him. Yeah. I was defending him from the slander. <laughs> so, so the back, that okay. So the 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 whole point of this like, so Chelsea playing Aston Villa tomorrow at their home ground. It's going to be tough because they have Jack Grealish back. They have uh, who Bertrand Traore, who's like definitely seeking revenge against. Chelsea, who treated him like shit back then. So I know Al Ghazi there. They have only one Yeah, and they Just have a, uh, who, and they have Emiliano Martinez has been like superb in form, like third in number of clean sheets. So yeah, Arsenal so it's gonna be yeah. yeah, and Arsenal decided he's not important. And Arsenal worse off. No, we did not. Now. Okay. Oh so, my god. <laughs> so, okay, so so prediction for that. Okay, don't forget me, Tyrod Ming, City's young star. Yes, what a legend, man. I mean, like, he, he, I always confuse him, man. And who's that guy from the Bournemouth guy, eh? What's his name? Nathan Ake. Nathan Ake. No, no, no. Not, not that guy. There was another one. Who was it, Adishman? Oh, um, my what, God. Philip Billing? Oh, oh yes. Philip Billing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Tyler means yeah, actually, he looked alike, yeah. In fact, I think Aston Villa have come a pretty long way from where they have been in recent years. So, it's going to be a tough match. But I'm still expecting an all-out attack Chelsea to win 2-0 away from home. Very confident. Okay, and yeah, very that's very confident. Like that. yes. And mm. uh, also, Seva, what do, how do you think like Chelsea uh, City's final game will go? Not that it means much in the grand scheme of things, but as preparation for the final, how do you think that will go? Yeah, City final game, we're gonna we're gonna have a good time. We 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 are playing against Everton at home. We're gonna have our fans for the final match. And what first? Okay. okay, sorry, I had to say it. I had to say it. I had to say it. You gave me the chance. It <laughs> was right there. It was right there. It was right there. Come on. You know? <laughs> um, so, you, uh, you're thinking Aguero will get a goal? Yeah. Breaks the record. His, um, I think he will get the record. He, he's going to play the final match. Oh. He, he's a record. He, he has a record to break. Rooney's record. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, go, okay, just, just uh, might to be clear. Might have to get him an FPL that one. Even if Aguero breaks Rooney's record, he's not as yeah. good as as Rooney right, as a player. Like we're talking oh, overall oh, cadence. No, 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 no. Come on, come on. Aguero Dude. is way better than Rooney. What? Oh my god. Aguero no. is the best <laughs> striker. Best oh, okay, striker. No, 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 no. That's debatable. Oh, okay. <laughs> at least at least one of the top. Top five best Premier League strikers. Ah, okay. That, that, no, okay. Top about, five, okay. yes, that's that's definitely true. Top five. Okay, if you're talking about based on like legendary seasons each, you have the Luis Suarez one, you have the Van Persie. Okay, and then you have. Talk- 
Because they're talking about 10 years. They're talking about 10 years in action. No, if you're talking about... overall, yeah, definitely Agüero has been there. Agüero, Shearer, Henri, probably Rooney. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I obviously forget Shearer. Yeah, Alan Shearer. Okay, that, that guy is another, another legend. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad you need. No, I didn't know he did all that thing for Newcastle, huh? If Henry and Aguero played during the same time, I'm sure Aguero would have been better than Henry. Oh, Ooh, no, no, okay, no, 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 I'm, I'm no, that, no, 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 Thierry Henry. I mean, Thierry Henry should have won like three Ballon d'Ors. How many Ballon d'Ors does um, does Aguero have? Huh? <clears throat> Just saying. <laughs> Wait, I, but, I, I, but I guess like Aguero still has time to prove himself. You know, he's thirty-two. He's going to go to Barca. Well, I mean, well, Barca has lost right now, but he has lost his form. To be honest, to be honest, yeah, he lost because he started playing video games, making cringy internet videos. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Lewandowski yeah, does that on TikTok, and he's still a great striker. Yeah. yeah, he he just broke uh Bundesliga's record, forty one goals. Yeah, forty one, right? Yeah, I just saw yeah. that. Too. Just did it. Oh yeah. my god! And Erling Haaland has broken the uh, record as well, forty goals. The last time oh. a youngster has done that in the Bundesliga was um Ronaldo, the the phenomenon. Hmm. Which Brazilian Ronaldo? Yeah. Yeah, R nine. Uh, of course, that Ronaldo was great. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Not- um, just to end all of this. Um, just like a really quick take from both of you, Seva, Siva, what are your thoughts on like regardless of what happens in the Champions League final? Are you looking forward to next season? What are you expecting to see? Any possible transfer targets you all are looking at? Like just a quick preview of what you want, what you want to expect moving forward. Okay, so City, yeah, we need a striker. Everyone knows that. So we are looking at a possible target of Harry Kane. He is around like 100, 100, 110 million. Tottenham are expecting around 110 million, but City, City are only willing to offer 80 plus. And at another side, 80 plus seems right. Yeah, 100 seems a bit too much for Kane. Yeah, exactly. I feel like 80 is, 80 is affordable and supposed to be the perfect price for Harry Kane. And he's, he's 26, right? He's 26. 27. Tw- tw- yeah, 27 going on 28. He's going on 28 this year? Okay, so that's, yeah, that's not very good. And Harlan, Harlan is just Harlan is just twenty one. He's twenty, if I'm not mistaken. If you ask me to choose between Harlan and Kane, I would choose Harlan because he have another 15, 15, 16 years ahead of him, and he he is a better striker than Kane, a monster in front of the goal. So yeah, also, I don't think it's 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 too fast touch if I say this. I don't think Harry Kane is one of those motivated players that will go on to play at 33, 34. I think he you know he's probably gonna hit thirty one. That he do have like a decent season then, and then just call it off because he doesn't look like someone who really enjoys playing football. And every time he scores, I don't even see him smiling much. He just he'll enjoy that, playing uh, football next. He'll enjoy playing football next to KDB la. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know. That I mean, is... of course, if you're playing for Spurs, you don't win any trophies. Of course, you're going to be sad. Yeah, and he's had yeah, one of the best. They made Son cry, man. That's a crime against football. They yeah. make Son cry almost every month. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Son is better than Kane. If if Kane is worth eighty million, and Son is worth hundred. So, yeah. Yeah, I like I don't mind if City are willing to pay around hundred fifty or hundred thirty million for Haaland, but for that price for Kane, but but what we need for the next season is a new strong striker who can play in the first eleven, and score more goals for us. And City are also looking to reinforce a new left back to bring in a new left back. 
How many left backs do you guys want? <laughs> we don't have, a solid, we don't have a solid left back. That's the problem. No one is strongly firm, firm, firm at that, that position. We need a, a good guy, a strong left back, a, a very sure left back that can be the first 11. Who would you want, okay. ideally? I would still Liverpool's left back, man. Robertson. Would you actually... No, he won't come. Up. He won't come. But, I mean, yeah, he won't come. But, but if I had an option, I would, I would just steal him. I feel like no, he is ready. the best left back in the league. So, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Is there any other better left back in the world? Oh, Alfonso Davies, um, right? He's a left back. Oh, yeah, Alfonso Davies. Pep, Pep would love him, man. Yeah, he fits I, right in. You know, you can see, you can only yeah. see the TikTok, the crazy TikTok videos that they're making of Benjamin Mendy every weekend. Like, <laughs> I can see it coming. Yeah, Davies would sound like a really good signing for you guys. This pace yeah, and but, attacking threat. But he would, he would cost another 150 million, and I don't think so City can. Would want to spend he's not worth money. 150 million. He's not worth that much. Mm-hmm. He had one good season, so one season, one day. Yeah, yeah. We we never know. He 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 might be like Salah, one season, one day. You know. And he's also like let's Salah. not forget he's not. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. He said Salah. What? He said Salah. Salah. <laughs> he said Salah. Come on. Oh no. One season, one day. All of us, all of us have to agree that Salah is a one season, one day. Come on, man. He said two golden boots. He could win golden another golden boot this weekend. Yeah, he's 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 better than. I mean, he no, he had forty-one goals on his time. That he did you just claim Salah was better than Mares? Yeah. I thought that's common fact. Common knowledge, right? Come on. All all Salah no, has have 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 his speed, and he will take the ball here and he will try to curl it into the goalpost. That's all he does. And he does it so well. He does it so yes. well. Like Are you sure about it? I yeah, Salah, Salah, I mean, Salah is overrated. Salah he's top five best players in uh, he's top five best players in the league right now. Maybe mm-hmm. top three, even, right? No. Okay, okay. okay. Let's, okay. Maybe let's, top three okay. is the let's, debatable. Okay. Let's do this. Okay. I mean, the season's coming to an end, right? The season's coming to an end. Let's name, do a top five. Name your top three. Okay. Name your top. Okay, top five. Okay. Are we talking? Okay, top five this season alone, right? Okay, I hate to see Harry Kane. Okay, he has to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruno Fernandes. Yeah. And Jack Grealish, okay. even though he's injured, he was solid. Jack Grealish. Yes, yes, yes. Jack Grealish. Um. Not Gundogan, come on. Talking about yeah, we can make a case yeah. for Diaz. We can make a case for Diaz. Yeah, Diaz. What end. about Diaz? Um, strikers are a lot more important than defenders. So. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jamie okay, Wadi, man. Jamie Wadi. <laughs> what about no, Wadi? No, not Wadi. Not Wadi. Wadi fell off. I don't think Wadi played well. Yeah. Ruben Diaz must be in the top five. Yeah, if not Gundogan, Diaz, because at least Gundogan had the like purple patch and now it's like fallen off a bit. Like Diaz has been consistent throughout. Like I, yeah, I would say, yeah, yeah, I would say Diaz as well. And uh, one more spot. Nobody from Chelsea. Nobody else from United. Nobody. From, nobody from Arsenal. Yep, that's. Nobody from Arsenal. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we, we didn't even consider Arsenal. Yeah, we, we didn't bring Arsenal and Chelsea into the. We're ninth, bro. We can't consider. Dominic Calvert Lewin. Oh shouldn't, we, shouldn't we go with Patrick Bamford? Because he's been quite good this season. I, I was Bamford thinking about this too. Bamford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bamford's oh, been underrated. Bamford. He's still scoring yeah. even now. What about yeah. 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 yeah, I guess we can go with Bamford. Like, uh, Chelsea, Vigil, if, it's Bamford or Watkins, if it's Bamford or Watkins, I'm good Bamford. Because I, I just think he's, uh, he has much less help what about in terms Suchek? of scoring goals for leads. Suchek. Suchek. Suchek had, again, two good months. You know, same with Lingard, same with Ihenacho, you know. Yeah. What about yeah, Danny Ings? Ings? Ings the same, Ings, not inconsistent. Ings, 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 Ings. He, he performed at the early season and now he's not there. Mm. 
Oh Not yeah, Emmy Martinez. We have to put Emmy Emmy Martinez in there. Oh, Outstanding yeah. keeper. Oh, I don't yeah, know, yeah. man. I don't know about that. Are you sure? Emmy Martinez? Is he? I mean, he's so, not even getting the golden gloves. Yeah, but, but that's the thing. Told, you know? This for Villa, bro. Yeah, he, he yeah he he doesn't have a strong defense in front of him, but he still performs very well. I think he has around thirteen clean sheets. Mm, I think I think it's fifteen, right? Um, if I'm not mistaken. It's fifteen now. Oh shit! Okay, that's actually good. Yeah, yeah, it's fifteen. Um, Mendy has sixteen, and Edison is eighteen. Of course, Edison plays for the best yeah. defense in the league. So yeah, that's and, understandable. And Martinez doesn't even have has a good defense in front of him. Yep. Yep. Very Edison true. is not a very good good goalkeeper. We're talking about individual individually, but he has a no, good defense. I think he, but, no, but his passing is like just so good. Yeah. Like Edison, I think honestly you could be a midfielder if you just like let him be. Son Son had a very very good first half of the season, very very good. So he could, yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm loving it. And for me, the top five best players this season has been Harry Kane, Mohamed Salah, Bruno Fernandes, Patrick Bamford, oh, he's, and he just um, snuck Salah in there. <laughs> no 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 no. He's so going to get the, the golden boot. <laughs> yeah. Top five, top three. If you, even if you're talking about the best player this season, I would say it's okay. Best player this season is Harry Kane, but yeah. Why? Why isn't it Diaz? Uh, because um, how many goals did Diaz score? Yeah, that's right. So yeah, yeah, scoring yeah, goals. Cool. Uh, yeah. No, scoring goals is the most important part of football. Okay, let's not forget. It's also the toughest part of football. I know I'm very biased. That I'm saying that because I'm gonna strike it myself, but that's the truth. Okay, <laughs> accept it, everyone. Listen to me. This this is this is the word. Ah, we it. can have different opinions. So obviously, Seva's player of the season would be mm. Diaz. I, I, I would tend to agree. Rahul says it's Harry Kane. Siva, who do you think it is? I would say uh, Martinez. Ooh. Why? Because no one expected him to be where he is now. Everyone thought he was going to downgrade. Everyone thought he was going to downgrade from Arsenal to Villa. He and did downgrade. Seva I mean, don't get it wrong. Don't get it mixed up. He did downgrade Siva. He did downgrade. Don't don't sniff that too. Oh my god, this guy. <laughs> As Seva mentioned earlier, he, he doesn't have that much of a good uh, uh, defense in front of him. Like like Chelsea have Thiago Silva, Man City have Ruben Diaz, John Stones, uh, Arsenal they had David Luiz, Gabriel, Holding, whatever. Yeah, they can't get they, they can't get up to Martinez clean sheet. Yeah. Oh shit. That's a good. That's a good fire shot, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, I will tend to agree. Martinez also, to, to, in my opinion, was a better shot stopper. But I guess we had to uh-huh. let him go because, like, how are we gonna shift Leno on with the wages he's on? And Martinez also wanted to leave to be first choice yeah. at Villa. I mean, in the end it was it was good for him. It's just sad to see how we've ended up. But fair play to him. He hasn't been playing for ten years. He's been in our reserves for so long. He even played in that crazy game all those 10 years ago against Red- against Reading where he won 7-5. Martinez was there conceding 5 goals and we never saw him again after that. So to come back from that and now be like one of the best goalkeepers in the league is like insane progress. In- so, initially, yeah. I wanted to debate. Initially, I wanted to debate between like why why I wanted to say Edward Mendy is because like that guy the guy had no job and then he played for some stupid team in League 2 and then he came up to who? Where? Rennes and then suddenly he went to Chelsea. That was a big step too but yeah. Martinez is uh, my best player of this season. He ages mm. out. Martinez is, Martinez is the best goalkeeper in the league. If you're talking about individually, he is without a doubt the best goalkeeper in the league. Yeah, mm. I, I would agree. Yeah. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. Mendy can be, can be debatable, but... If Martinez no, about, thinking about Martinez makes Rahul, more of those crazy saves, you know, yeah. Thinking about what Rahul just said, I think, yeah, he has a good point. Because, like, I think Chelsea... 
Chelsea's whole clean sheet system has been relying on their defense in front of them, like Thiago Silva there. I don't think it's solely on Mendy because, like, I think one on one Mendy is like stranded. You know what I mean? Like, two where's Martinez? Yeah, of course, we know what you mean. Yeah. Arsenal, for Villa's clean sheets and Arsenal, yeah. like, I do, I doubt we'd have won the FA Cup without Martinez, man. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't have gotten even um, as as far as we did in the league without without uh, Martinez. Mm-hmm. But, okay, um, so I guess that kind of wraps up like the the prem the like the Premier League top five discussion. We sort of strayed from that a little bit. To continue on from our like final discussion, Siva, what are your hopes yep. for next season? The any transfer targets in mind? Like yes, just like give a quick preview. Okay, so first of all, my transfer targets would be a striker, a defender, and an extra box to box midfielder. So, my striker would be either... I mean, Chelsea are targeting uh, Romelu Lukaku, their first choice uh, target at the moment. They're also looking at other alternatives like Robert Lewandowski, although he's not... The chances of him leaving, leaving are totally unlikely. We're also looking at Harry Kane, but that's totally out of this uh, conversation because I think he's definitely not going to move to a rival. And considering like what Chelsea did to you know Luka Modric, Willian, back then towards Tottenham, <laughs> I don't think Harry Kane's going to go to Chelsea. Daniel anyway. Levy never forgets. Yeah. And uh, my defender, I would say Rafael Varane or Marquinhos, who is at PSG at the moment. Because I just think those two have been exceptional this season. I mean, like, although they haven't been as consistent as they all normally are, but they have still shown that they are class, no matter what happens. Like, because form is temporary, class is permanent. <laughs> and then my box-to-box midfielder, first of all, I get rid of Jorginho. Because although he's like, okay, I mean, decent, not to say very good, not to say absolutely like terrible. He's just not that suited for the PL because like the pace and the intensity of PL is way too like much for him. So I'll be bringing in... Uh, I think he Marco. fits perfectly in Syria, right? Yeah, yeah. He would fit perfectly I mean, like, there. I mean, he, he was yeah, very good there. Yeah. He was considered one of Napoli's best players under Maurizio Sarri. So yeah, so he fits there. I mean, I, I think you do well in La Liga also, if you ask me. Anywhere across, except for the PL. Like, Verati, oh my god. Verati is just a, that monster who brings the play from the back. He initiates, he dictates the game front and back. He's even started playing as a central attacking midfielder for PSG in recent weeks. So that shows how versatile he is. So yeah, these are my targets for next season. And hopefully... Yeah, Verati is on the same plane as um, Thiago yeah. and, and Cruz. Like, they are all the same type of players, yeah. So, my hopes for next season is uh, we will be up there, ch- con- uh, ch- uh, what uh, title contenders. Although it's going to be very tough because Man City are definitely going to reinforce their, their squad. They're going to have like new systems and all. Yeah, so I think it would, be a, it would be a very close fight for the title next season. And also, if worst come first, I think we'll just like aim for the top two or just qualify for the UCL. That's my only hope. And of course, first of all, I hope we'll win the UCL final. Lah. So we can make a statement that although we had a transfer ban last season, although we have definitely we don't have one of the very best squad. Twenty twelve wasn't the only time we made history. So yeah, that's all my that's all of my hopes for next season. Okay, and with that being said, I guess this has been a very an um, insightful episode of the Tondo Twitter podcast. You've heard you've heard it from both sides, from a Man City perspective, from a Chelsea perspective. You even had a neutral's view on it. You all can tune into the Champions League final uh, next Sunday on the May 30th. Um, it's uh, it's 3 a.m. 3 a.m. in the morning Malaysian time. I know most fo- I know all of us will probably be tuning into that one. It's the Champions League final, the biggest game in club football. Why would any of us want to miss that? Also, thank you so much for all the support. 
We do appreciate you listening to it. If you like this, please give this a follow on Spotify. Give this a like on Instagram. Please share it to your friends if you enjoyed it. And if you like this, please do give us a feedback. We'd love to have more episodes like this. And yeah, that's all from us today. Goodbye.